Let's talk to Rob Heathcote because what he's about to tell us, I'm sure, will disturb you and make you angry and upset. It's regarding a horse that Rob used to train, a very talented horse called Zaphonic Dancer. Nine years of age, 32 starts, seven wins, four placings and earned the owners at the time almost $300,000 in stakes. A, mul- a multiple metropolitan winner, Zaphonic Dancer. Rob Heathcote joins us now. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Steve. Well, an ugly situation has occurred. Is this just outside of Toowoomba? Yeah, it is. It's at a place called Ravensbourne where <clears throat> a lovely family, um, they have a number of horses, dressage horses, and um, they travel around eventing. And uh, they've given they've given Olds off a, a beautiful home. And unfortunately, uh, just a couple of days ago, um, they went to their property and their, their horses ran over to them and one of them didn't and their daughter went looking for and, and, and found the horse deceased in the paddock and it had been shot multiple times. So the police are currently investigating this and, and thank you, Stephen, for giving me the opportunity and hopefully... You know, this gets out to somebody who has some information. Perhaps it's illegal hunters on the property, and that this property is just north of Toowoomba. So people talk, and hopefully we can, you know, track down the perpetrators of this uh, horrific, unlawful killing. And yeah. that's not, yes, it's the loss of the horse, but we as an industry, Steve, and, and you know this now, quite right across the board with greyhounds, with trotters, with thoroughbreds, we, we work so hard nowadays with the authorities in view of what's happened in recent years to rehome and give all our animals that, you know, do so much for us a, a wonderful life post-competition, post-racing. And when a story like this comes to light, it, it really is quite sad. No doubt. I'm going to give the number for Crime Stoppers at the end of this chat and also Police Link as well. But apparently that property borders Ravensbourne National Park. How long have they had the horse for and who was the carer for the, for Zaphonic Dancer? Uh, the, the family, they've requested we, we leave the names out because the young the young lad, he was, he was so emotionally attached to Zoff and, you know, he's, he's finding it a little tough to, to deal with the loss of his beloved horse. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, they've had the horse, you know, pretty much... Uh, for one, the owners rehomed him a year for a year, and then he then he moved or passed on to this family who currently have been looking after him for the last couple of years. So, it, it, it's it's I've, I've got a beautiful email from from the mother, and <clears throat> you know it's it, as a family they're coming to terms with the loss. You know he settled in so well, loving his life, lots of trial rides, jumping competitions, general pampering. Um, their son had invested so much time, effort, and love into him, and and being, you know, a quiet, shy boy, it, it, it's difficult for him to get over the loss of some something that he'd become so close to. But, you know, and I, you and I, Steve, we've been in this industry for bloody decades and, and we know that that we, we love what we love the animals that we work with. And when you hear a story like this, it's so sad. Such a senseless waste. Yeah. Loss of life of a That's the thing. You don't know. You know, what's the motivation? Was it a personal situation? Was it jealousy? Was it just a random situation? You know, you just scratch your head, don't you? As to, I just hope, you know, this, listening to this, that somebody saw something maybe that was a bit unusual that particular day in that particular area. Yeah, exactly. If someone saw something or, you know, overheard a conversation or, or whatever, I, you know, I implore them to, 
to contact their local police who will, will indeed get in touch with the Toowoomba police that we can track. And it, and it wasn't a one-off. It, it was multiple shots, apparently. So, you know, really quite sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll repeat that story at the end of our interview. Rob, just before we go, obviously, Rothfire, he just had a very soft trial, breezed around at Doomin yesterday. So it's all good for New Year's Day for him and Toowoomba, King of the Mountain. Yes, Steve. He, he pretty much ticked the boxes yesterday. He didn't run any sensational time, but uh, Benny Thompson has, has built up quite a rapport with Rothfire. He's riding him three or four times every week, so he's got to know him quite well. And I think the horse has got to know Ben as well. Uh, ben said he only really did what he needed to do yesterday, but it was just a tick over gallop between races because I've restricted the number of runs this summer. Uh, he, he ran super in the George Moore under the big weight, just narrowly going down to Tony Speedster. Um, the King of the Mountain, and hopefully we can win that, and then we'll give it, we'll go down to the Gold Coast on Magic Millions Day, and then he'll have a little break, and we'll set him for a uh, another exciting winter carnival. Are you thinking around 60 kilograms up in Toowoomba on years, Day? 60 and a half, I think, Steve, because it's, it's set weights. Um, you know, and I look, it's, it, it, it's a... It's me and my bonnet to a degree. Here in Queensland, we tend to um, penalise our quality horses for the rest of their lives when they win a group race. Yes, Rothfire is a very, very good horse. He won a group one, and for that, he, he, he gets a penalty. But the penalty, pretty much, as a two-year-old, he won the JJ Athens, but he carries that penalty right through his racing career. I don't want to give the group one back, but he down in Melbourne and often Sydney, they have set weights and penalty races, but the, the penalty wears off after a period of time, you know, one year, two years. And very much the case in point with Star Tonte. She won the Tats Tiara, and every race she goes in, she carries a penalty for winning that four and a half kilos, but it's lasted pretty much through the rest of her life, and that's why we're going to retire her after she runs in the buffering and, and sell her. But down in Melbourne and Sydney, they have penalties, but they only last for like 12 months and then they can get back to being competitive because they find it hard to win. Case in point, but this is what the handicapper's job is, I suppose, to level the field up. And he very much nearly got it right the other day when Zustal beat Buffering with a five-kilo difference. But, look, and that's the reason I'm going up to the king of the mountain and um, all that pizzazz is $4.50 second favourite because he's going to get a significant weight pull off Rothfire. Having been a winner on the track, he's not going to be an easy pushover, but off fire is a champion, so we'll see. Yeah. So how many times has he been Group 1 placed throughout his career? Oh, a few times. Gee, I, I can think of two Stradbrokes. Yeah, think about <laughs> it, of, of course, Strad- the latest one. Yeah, and um, the Everest yeah, a couple of Stradbrokes and um, Kingsford Smiths and... Manicato. So, so look, I, I would think half a dozen times he's been placed at Group One level, but he only ever won the one, and that was the uh, as a two-year-old. But he goes through life carrying big weights. That's why he's better advantaged racing during the winter carnival in the weight for age races. Yeah, of course, uh, 2022 Alligator Blood and a private eye beat him home. But all that that form isn't it outstanding? Those horses going on with it subsequently. I'm doing some good ones, that's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, through our summer carnival, I've already made the point in the media, I'd love there to be at least one race where it is either a wait for age or, you know, the penalties removed just, just to give the good horses a, an equal chance. But 
you know, they could argue that that's, you know, the penalty they pay for winning a good race. But as I said, uh, Tony's had a couple of nice wins recently in stakes races. I've had Rothfire and or Prince of Boom in the race carrying 61 kilos and some very, very well-credentialed horses go around with 53 and 54 kilos. They're just very, very hard to beat with such advantage. It is Queensland-bred horses in that King of the Mountain, isn't it? It is, and Queensland riders too. Okay. Just in regards to abounding, she's a valuable man now for first light racing. They paid 75000 for her and she got there, so that's a listed win and prior, of course, a listed placing in the mode. So um, what are you going to do with her abounding? Uh, she's currently enjoying a, a week of downtime. Downtime, but still working. Um, she's she's clearly going to the Magic Millions Guinness. That's on the 13th of January. So she'll come back into us on Monday. She won't need to do a lot. I'm taking the advice of Martin Harley, who was so vigorous in narrowly winning on Saturday. And, and Martin said, I, I was planning to go to the Vaux Rogue, in between runs to the millions. But he said, look, Rob, she's fit enough. Give her a week out. We'll bring her back. We'll give her a soft trial on the 2nd of January at Dooman. And then we'll go to that race 11 days later. That is abounding. Can I ask you what happened the start prior? She was favourite. She sat one out and one, one out two back, basically. But she appeared to hang and she lost a spot on the bend. What actually happened there? It wasn't so much her hanging. Martin was a victim of circumstances. The horse in front, I think it was Taomina, um, Gay's horse, something happened to it and it veered violently left and Martin was on its outside and Martin had to sort of take sort of a little bit of evasive action and then sort of he went out and then another one inside came out and from barrier three we ended up about eight or nine wide into the straight and that was a day where clearly being close to the rail was an advantage and west of Dolby got an absolute cracking ride, slipped up through the inside and and beat us narrowly, but she was pulling a lot of ground off. So she dug deep and that's the quality of this filly. Every time she goes to the races, and she'd been beaten narrowly in quite a number of stakes races early in in her two-year-old career. She puts in and that's the reason why we've taken this part to give her a little bit of a, a quiet week. 1,400? Yeah, it's a question mark. And I think, just talking to Kelly Sweeter not five minutes ago I was, why go Tiger? I, I think it's uh, it's a smoky for that Guinness. It's a very, very good horse on the up. Yeah, I think they're already onto it, Rob. I think it's favourite now in those markets. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's abounding, as I said. Um, well, as you said, you know, she's a Group 3 place getter, listed place getter on multiple occasions and a listed winner of the gold edition. As I said, they'd be over the moon, first light racing. Just with Star Tonte, as you mentioned, one more run and then sold. Was she was she part of that Stingray situation? Um, oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. I took her there. You know, I go to the beach frequently and she got a little whack on the, the Paston and National Choice was the other one and we've had to, you know, pop him in the paddock because we had to smash him with antibiotics and it's flattened him a little bit. So he'll have a month off. But, yeah, it starts on case. She's been an absolute bonnie mare and... She's a Group 1 winner. We we can never take that away from her. She's Group 1 placed in the surround stakes. She's she's won group, other group races. She's been a, a wonderful performer for us. But she's a valuable broodmare. So we'll go to the buffering uh, on the 30th. Uh, a win in that qualifies it for the Magic Million. So we'll have one last throw at the stumps with her. Uh, this stage she's going to... And we'll, we'll put out a press release prior to that race, but she, she'll probably be going to the English 
uh, Chairman Sally May. All right. And what about the younger sister, E. Katarina? She certainly was solid behind Dream Hour the other day in the Gateway. She was. And, and unfortunately, she she came in with blood all over both her back legs. She <clears throat> must have got unbalanced coming around the home turn. Something happened and she struck herself multiple times, which certainly impeded her run to the line. So... No hesitation in giving her a break. She's been an admirable performer for the stable. And whilst we were desperate to win that race and she got in well at the race and she was there, Martin presented her to let down and win the race, but she never sprinted like we know she can. And quite often, see this type of thing where they strike themselves, it can be a chiropractic back issue or something, or they can tweak a muscle. So... We've, we've put her straight in the paddock. We're going to give her a good long break. This horse today looks a leading chance. Diamond Darb drawn well. He's on pacer. He won at Sunny Coast last start. That was only the second run for you previously with uh, Mick Price and Mick Kent Jr. in Victoria. What's the expectation today with the claim for Bailey Wheeler? Diamond Darb. Yeah, he's he's an interesting horse, actually, for, for Wade Burridge and his Osher group. They, they sent him up. He won his maiden by seven lengths when Mick had him, and he's, he's performed well for us twice. A little bit one-paced, but we've knocked a couple of kilos off with Bailey Wheeler. So he'll race handy. I think David Van Dyke's horse is going to be very challenging. Sacred Mission, I think its name is. Um, yeah, but he's he's clearly one of our better chances today. All right, that's Diamond Darb. And I want to ask you about this other runner today that looks a terrific chance. Winning addition as well, the filly. She went well on debut, solidly, didn't she, in a maiden? Looks like extra grounds a plus. Yeah, she did. She got back, but she was really strong late in the race. But I went... Had a really close look at the form yesterday, and oh, there's six or seven winning chances in this race. It's probably the uh, you know best one, one of the most competitive races of the day. And, and, and I think Stephen and and Maddie's horse, it's barrier twelve or something, first up, and it's clear favourites. So show yeah, Aoka must have shown them a lot at home. So very, very competitive race. But winning edition has a bright future. Yeah, she does. Of course, Fortune the winner of that Doom and Maiden, just sprinted a bit better than her. But that's why I thought, sort of thought a bit, bit, bit of extra ground might be up her alley. Um, drawn, winning better, drawn better too today. So Ben should be able to get somewhere close to the rail, which is out nine metres. So that would be on advantage. All right, Rob. Oh, it might be worth an each-way ticket. It's around $5 there. Race 3, 12, winning edition. And that one in the first will make its own luck somewhere up near the speed. Last start winner, Demon Darb. Race 1, number 1. You sat outside the lead last start. Sunny Coast. It was a bit of a sprint home, but was too strong. Bailey Wheeler's claim, good gate. So 3.30, race 1, number 1. And Rob mentioned Sacred Mission, the one to beat. It's around 2.50. So just in regards to that disturbing story we started with regarding Zoophonic Dancer, I'm just going to read the police media report. So police are appealing for public assistance in the investigation into the unlawful killing of a horse. The children's eventing horse was located deceased with multiple gunshot wounds on private property which borders the Ravensbourne National Park. Police are investigating any links between the offence and reported illegal hunting in the area. Anyone with information or who observed any suspicious activity in that area, Ravensbourne, around between December 3 and December 8 is urged to contact Crime Stoppers. Investigations are ongoing. That number for Crime Stoppers, 1800 333000. The family don't want their names mentioned, but I'm just going to read a letter from the mother of this young man, 15, who loved this horse, uh, Zephonic Dancer, and cared for him and pampered him. 
up at Ravensbourne. Dear Rob, we are still in shock. He was having such a great holiday and enjoying retirement and for it to end like this. If only the perpetrators understood how much collateral damage is caused by such a brutal act. My husband has insisted that we keep names out of the media to protect the children. Um, she's referring to a son here and saying he is quite reserved. He loved the horse and the two had this incredible bond and rapport. She goes on to say that her 12-year-old daughter found the horse in the paddock and her uh, and, and herself is struggling to get that vision out of her mind. Zephonic Dancer was such a gentle giant. Even took uh, her safely around the cross-country course in Toowoomba recently. That is the 12-year-old daughter. Raising the profile of this in the media would be fantastic. Anything that helps catch these brutal killers or killer, um, anything we can do to help, just reach out. So many thanks. So there you go.